Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo, or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts and the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. to start this episode by keeping it real and letting you know that sadly only about 6% of women have orgasms during birth and much of that is due to genetics. Uh, Those ladies aren't Aphrodite, they're just lucky which can kind of feel like a bummer for the rest of us. Um, According to a study in the journal Biology Letters, genetics or genes account for about 34 to 45% of a woman's ability to have an orgasm. Um, However, it's pretty much like impossible to know if you have orgasm-inclined genes, right? What you do know is how easy it is for you to orgasm, you know? So if you're like a climax machine, maybe your genes are helping you out, or maybe you just have your finger on the pulse of what turns you on. Whatever the reason, if it's fairly easy for you to orgasm, you have a better chance of orgasming during labor. And that does not mean that all hope is lost if you really like have to work hard um, to get that explosion of pleasure. You know, I'm going to go over ways to, to up your chance of, of having those orgasms during birth, or at least having an orgasmic birth and I'll get into what I what I mean by that. So okay, so beyond genetics, what's the deal with like orgasms showing up during an experience that that many describe as exceptionally painful? So so first of all, two of the regions in the brain that are active during orgasm, um, the anterior cingulated cortex and the insula are also active during painful sensations, like a contraction. Uh, and in addition, orgasm and childbirth, they both produce surges of blood. They both cause oxytocin, the hormone oxytocin, to be released. Uh, they release endorphins, or they, they cause the release of endorphins, and they stimulate the birth passage, the cervix, the clitoris, the vagina. So... So there you go. You know, orgasm and childbirth are not the the antonyms many believe them to be. And and so now, you know, with that said, I want to to shake up this the idea of an orgasmic birth. You know, I I want to 
propose that instead of thinking like, oh, I want to have orgasms during birth to I want to have an orgasmic birth. Because even if you're not, you know, like rolling in orgasms as you're you're getting your baby out, you can still have a birth that is filled with euphoria, empowerment, transformation, joy, connection, love, like essentially an orgasmic experience. Because think about it, you know, although we we all love our orgasms, can't you think of of hundreds of instances in life where you weren't orgasming, but you still felt incredible? You know, you, you can bring that same goodness and joy and euphoria into birth, even without an actual orgasm. Um, okay, so how can we set ourselves up for this? How can we up our chances of having an orgasmic birth? Um one of the big ways is by, you know, releasing preconceived notions about pain, releasing shame around sexuality, and releasing any doubt that you might have about your ability to birth your baby. And here's some specific ways to do that. So prepare. Most women who have orgasmic births prepare thoroughly. Often they, you know, take at least one childbirth preparation class. They read this, the amazing book, Orgasmic Birth by Elizabeth um, Davis and Deborah Pascali Bonero. Um, they watch the documentary, Orgasmic Birth, the best kept secret um, that Deborah created. Um, and they then practice, 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 practice many of the techniques that they learned from these resources on a daily basis, um, specifically any like fear release practices can because fear can be a huge block between you and an orgasmic birth. Um, next, you want to hold a belief in an orgasmic birth. You know, going into labor with this deep-seated belief that an orgasmic birth is possible, it can completely transform your experience and and make it more likely that you'll have that orgasmic birth. Um, and again, it's okay if it's not actually filled with orgasms, but it will be it will be composed of a trust, of trust that that birth isn't all about pain. It will be likely infused with, you know, moments of deep connection with your body, your baby, your partner. It can unleash, you know, a power and a confidence that will make you feel like a total goddess, a total badass. And Again, I think that type of birth sounds just as great or, or almost as great, um, you know, as a birth that is like sprinkled with, with orgasms. All right. You also want to examine your beliefs around sexuality. You know, so did you grow up with the belief that sex and masturbation are taboo? If so, you're you're not alone. Um, and it's not too late to reprogram those beliefs. You know, you can begin shifting your perceptions of, of sex, of masturbation by first, number one, again, examining what those beliefs are and where they came from. You know, are they things that you actually believe on a really deep level? Are these ideas that were planted by someone else? And and the next, you know, connect with your sexuality in a new way by partaking in the fine art of masturbation and taking note of what turns you on. You know, so what type of pressure and speed does it for you? Where do you like to be touched? Um, share your findings with your partner. 
And then you can, you know, talk to them about getting more creative during sex by, you know, playing around with positions. Dirty talk, eye contact, which can be incredibly um, sexy and intimidating at the same time, <laughs> or, or anything at else that, you know, piques your arousal. Um, and then once you discover these things, like do them, incorporate them as much as possible into your, your sex life with, with yourself and with your partner. Um, in the show notes, I am going to include a link to a, a free guided meditation um, that is geared towards, you know, supporting this, this sexual reprogramming. Um, so I encourage you to listen, listen to that whenever you're able. All right, next we want to edit words, certain words that we use around the childbirth experience. So we want to remove fearful, constrictive terminology from your childbirth lexicon by making a few substitutions. So we're going to begin by swapping the word contractions, which sounds really restrictive, with the word surge. As the word surge, it's, it sends, you know, more like fluid, pleasurable messages from the mind to the body. And instead of saying the word pain, when you're having one of those surges, I want you to think about, you know, the, like what you're actually feeling. So for example, like I feel a pulling up in my abdomen, a tightening in my back, a, a pressure in my vagina. Um, so really, again, break down the sensation that you're feeling instead of just slapping the pain label on it. Um, these swaps, you know, they, they really give you a better chance of tapping into the ecstasy that can live in childbirth because the words in our mind have so much control over how our body feels, especially during childbirth. You also want to consider if you want to birth in a birth center, have a home birth, or at the very least, create a really soothing hospital room. You know, um, because it's it's easier, let's be honest, it's easier to have an orgasm or feel orgasmic in a space that feels really homey, really soothing, really private. And, and so, you know, if the idea of a birth center or a home birth is exciting for you and and you're a, a candidate for one, you know, there are certain special circumstances that would make it unsafe to, to birth anywhere but a hospital. But if you're inclined to birth at home or in a birth center and it's safe for you, this can increase your chance of having an orgasmic birth because you're likely going to feel uh, more calm in that environment. However, if... The idea of a home birth or a birth center birth freaks you out, or if, again, you have to be in the hospital because of certain medical reasons, um, you can absolutely turn that space into a birthing sanctuary. So, for example, you could bring in, like, battery-powered candles, a soft robe, cozy socks, like a silk pillowcase, um, a portable speaker that is playing, you know, really soothing music, an essential oil diffuser honey sticks, you know, anything else that comforts any of your five senses. And hiring a doula can add a really incredible additional layer of support um, in any birth location, but especially in a hospital. And so regardless of where you choose to birth, if you're like, all right, I'm ready to like try for that orgasmic experience, 
ask for some privacy um, because it's highly unlikely that you're going to have an orgasm like when your midwife and her assistant are like whispering in the corner about like your vitals. <laughs> um, so, so up your chances of feeling free enough to let those like waves of pleasure roll through you by asking anyone you don't feel comfortable moaning in front of to leave the room for, for a little while. And then once you have that privacy, stimulate your clitoris. This is one of, you know, the surest paths to orgasm, um, and it can make you less sensitive to, to painful stimulation. It's like a, a medication-free epidural, um, that clitoral stimulation. And with that said, I understand that, you know, many women are hesitant to, to masturbate during birth because they feel strange, you know, mixing this sexual act with bringing their baby into the world. Um, but there are two ways to, to get around this resistance. So, so one, um, go to the bathroom for ultimate privacy, or as I just mentioned, you know, ask everybody to leave the room. Um, and, and, and again, with your partner, like, if they're like totally on board and they're like, yeah, like let's try for an orgasmic birth, like you should masturbate or whatever, and you feel really comfortable with them being there, awesome. But um, if you feel like their presence would kind of like block you, then then go into the bathroom. Um, next, getting more into the like the mental aspect of this, if the sexual component of masturbation is is tripping you up, change the way you think about it. So. So instead of thinking of it as like this like super sexual thing, just think of it as like just another pain relieving tool that you're utilizing for childbirth. Don't like, for example, in your mind say it's not masturbation, it's a pain soothing vaginal massage. Um, and, and if you really want to up your chances of having that orgasm, you can you can use a vibrator. There's nothing wrong with that. Use a vibrator on your on your clitoris. Um, you can also moan. You know, when you feel yourself at the the tipping point between pain and pleasure, letting out like really low moans can help to to release painful energy and create space for um, those euphoric sensations and thoughts. You can also rub your nipples. You can make out with your partner. These are really sensual acts that, that awaken arousal. They can release oxytocin, um, which can actually speed up your birth by making surges more powerful. So don't be afraid to kiss, to do nipple stimulation. You want to breathe? <laughs> this is a big one. Uh, you know, as you feel surge coming on, you want to take in a long, deep inhalation through your nose, allowing your lower and upper abdomen to fully expand. And when you reach full capacity, you exhale through your nose at the same slow pace. And, and as the surge intensifies, a lot of women hit what I call like a wall of resistance. Like they feel like, uh, I just can't inhale anymore because if I expand my abdomen more, uh, there's going to be so much pain that's released. Um, but that's not true. Your mind is like tricking you because often if you continue, if you push past that wall, if you continue to breathe in and expand your abdomen, you'll actually a lot of times bust past a lot of that pain and, and feel, feel more relief and more pleasure. Finally, and take a while to like really think about this one. Remember that the pain is not the enemy during childbirth. So, and, and many have the misconception that, that an orgasmic birth is completely free of pain, but, but often 
an orgasmic birth, it consists of, you know, repeatedly coming to a tipping point between pain and pleasure and swaying between both until you make the decision and take the actions to fully tip into into pleasure. And sometimes you will tip into pain and that's okay. Pain is is not like a bad sign during childbirth. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong, that there's anything wrong with your body. It is just an organic part of the journey. Um, but when you can surrender to it instead of like resisting or, or fearing any and all pain, it, you can really transform it. Um, you know, almost every woman who has had an orgasmic birth that will tell you that, you know, she danced between pain and pleasure. And in a lot of ways, it makes for a fuller experience because you can really see what you're made of. You're like, yeah, like I had, I experienced some like really intense, uncomfortable sensations and I worked through it and I found my courage and I am freaking strong. And yeah, I also experienced orgasmic moments. You know, what a full experience to have. So I encourage you to to try out those techniques to increase your chance of having an orgasmic birth that potentially includes some orgasms. If you can like, subscribe, comment, that would be so incredibly helpful. That will allow me to keep providing this content for you guys. All right. Love you. Are you newly pregnant and overwhelmed by the prospect of navigating this journey? Are you hoping to find calm, empowerment, and transformation, but don't know how to make that happen? Enter the book, Feng Shui Mommy, creating balance and harmony for blissful pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood. This book is a holistic companion for pregnant women who wish to awaken their spirit, harness the true potential of their mind, and nourish their body before, during, and after childbirth. This book provides in-depth guidance through all four trimesters, offering specific suggestions for mind, body, and spirit nourishment. It allows mothers to welcome delight and curiosity into the journey while embracing each phase with purpose and calm and even a sense of fun. You can get your copy from Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold. Mm -hmm.